Keith is no longer with us. He's we fired him. <laughs> to the, we had to go to the emergency room in Springfield, and he didn't make it. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah, well, um, not exactly oh, he's, true. There he is. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> not exactly true with all that. We can fill in some of those details in a moment. But hey, this is the podcast that is supposed to sound funny. Uh, <laughs> it is week of uh, May the 17th. Yeah, 17th, 2022. Season 2, show 27, episode 80. That's what we're up to. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. And I am your host back from the dead. <laughs> Keith, and joined with us, as you heard. Harry and Joe. <laughs> and we did have to take a little bit of a break. The last session that you heard would have been, I guess, the previous week late. And uh, we actually did. Episode. Yeah, it was a shorter episode. We, I, we actually did record the whole thing. It's just I didn't have time to edit the whole thing before I had to go to the emergency room or the hospital. Spent the week in the hospital up until last Wednesday. So, as of tomorrow, would be a, a whole week ago. And of course, yeah, for let, all our listeners, he was jealous because I was in the hospital with my broken leg, and yeah. Terry had a procedure done. So Keith wanted to join the well, crowd. Terry has has a has a has monthly reservation in the ER. <laughs> Every month, he has to go for something. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I just got all jealous. Of us have recently been in there. I just got yeah. jealous. You guys are all. I never get to go. Yeah. <laughs> so last down. week I would have still been in the hospital, so it would not have worked out. So hey, here we are, we're back. And uh, you're not too far off. Whenever I went from the ER, uh, they transported me to a hospital ward that is one. It's the the one phase you go to right before you go to ICU, or mm. whenever you come out of ICU. So uh, it was doing okay, but there was some. Definitely some serious concern happened in there. Had a, a infection on my foot, which you might not think would put you in the ICU, but you get an infection bad enough and it could wreak some havoc all, all over the place. And since you have neuropathy in your feet, you didn't know that it was infected until it was too late almost. Well, we knew that there was a wound on it. And the previous Thursday or Tuesday, of the, of the previous week, uh, we actually had a, a doctor appointment. And there was a puncture wound, and they dressed it. And they was looking as well as he could the puncture wound. And they went back to following Tuesday, and it was still there, coming along. I mean, they had to deep debride it so that they were open up the wound a little bit. But it was looking okay, but then it started. The next day, it started oozing, and we got a little concerned about it. We did a return visit on Thursday. It was oozing horribly 
woke up on Friday and it was just a big ex- exploded mass. Oh. Um, and so we ended up spending the day in the ER and from there went to uh, Springfield where I had a week-long adventure. It was no fun at all. Got to wear those oh. fancy hospital gowns. Don't want to care the front. <laughs> yeah. Had to have ice. It's like you wear them backwards. IV not. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> Where's the buttons on this thing? Yeah. Times I've been in, and they give you one to put on the front and then one on the back. So you're I wearing know. one like a, like a and hospital then one like gown a sandwich. Yeah. I had yeah. one on the I had one on the front uh, a week ago or so. Whenever I had to have go have surgery done. It was but, not uh, here we are. I'm actually in the new house, so it sounds a bit echoey or there's some fan noise kicking in. I might let it filter out. No, it sounds fine. It doesn't sound. It's, it's not as bad as it was because we, we actually have a, a, a dining room table set up with some chairs and some other things. I've been painting the walls. So there, there is some stuff to absorb echoiness, but I was going to say there could be some <laughs> contractors uh, tippy-toeing around here a little bit. This, so uh, did you get a new table since you moved to a new house or did you bring yeah. the old one? No, no. We, I thought we, you were going to leave a lot of stuff in the old house for David. Well, either that or to put in a dumpster because it's uh, so worn out. We're we did, to come visit you and all your stuff. We got us a new uh, table. It, it's you know a nice wood table. looks looks really great. Matches our mm-hmm. decor, the the wood cool. trim and whatnot. Uh, it doesn't. It, it, it seats ten, I think. We don't have ten chairs. We want. I think we only have three or four. I'd have to ask you again. But the they just haven't been delivered yet. All the chairs. Do, I, do, 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 do. I don't know all those details. Oh, get you some benches like the Waltons. We should. Yeah, do, yeah do, that's do, a good do, idea. Put put some benches along the side and put the the fancy chairs on the ends for the fancy adults to sit on. But uh, or interesting update for the people this week. Things that'll be like me and Robin here by ourselves. She can sit on one end, and I can sit on the other end. You put your crowns on your head. We can have have an intercom. (laughs) Jeeves, bring me the butter. Get you some of those things like the hillbillies had to push the food back and forth. Oh yeah, those fancy uh, uh, pot pushing the sticks. <laughs> uh, playing that billiards game on that like shuffleboard or fancy something. eating table. <laughs> fancy well, no, they, they, table. they use a billiards table for their fancy oh, eating table. Okay, and they had them pop pushing that. sticks. Yeah. Anyway. Funny. Yeah, I'm sure I have some funny updates too, but I I didn't write it down. But oh, oh I know what it was. One of them was uh, we had the grandkids over the other day, and they came. Joshua came in the little seven year old. I'll say his name because. He deserves to be stalked. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Grandma, why don't you have when he flies in your house as he leaves the front door wide open, letting the we air need con- some little flies. Can- yeah, you need leave- a Venus flight. Letting now. our air conditioner <laughs> cool the outdoors. Why don't you have when he flies in your house? And so we're like, uh, tell him, make sure you close the door. Okay. But then they don't. And then the little granddaughter comes in. Look, I found a caterpillar. And grandma looked at it. It wasn't a caterpillar. It was a maggot. <laughs> goes, oh, gross. Take that outdoors. That's a baby fly. No flies in the house. <laughs> so there's that. 
And then the, not yesterday morning, the morning before, uh, it, it was the morning after a big painting party with a bunch of kids in the house, some of Dave's kids, some of Nate's kids. Well, we uh, went to bed and it's like, you know, the AC is just not turning off. And so my wife gets up, checks the thermostat, bumps it up to like 72, 74, 75. And it's just like, it just keeps running. And we're like waking up in the morning. It's freezing in the house. We're like shivering to death. Sharon's upstairs. Somebody set it for 50 degrees. And it was cooling down the whole house very well. We had to just I'm turn I'm surprised them off. you didn't get snow in your house. <laughs> See our raft, snow. snow falling from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have a talk with the grandkids about not messing with thermostats. And you keeping the a, flies outdoors. Have a cover put over it or something. Seems like you got they a screen have... door, don't you? Not, not right now. We don't have storm doors on. We do, we do have a porch that would help buffer that, but we need to tweak on stuff like that as we go. It's like the, you know, if nothing else, the, the storm door will help keep the coolness in and the bugs out. Of, you know. Yeah, as long yeah, not as you... every house has green doors, though. Most of them do, but I've seen houses that just well, have the door. Or you, can do, or you can do like some people like going to do and put a big, one of the big springs, put a big spring on your. But well, we'll probably end up having to start. redo the front door, which we could take the time to put in a, a storm door there. Uh, the side door has a big covered porch on it, so but, but that's going to have to be redone. And we'll probably have the deck put there that goes around to the front. So when we do the decking, we'll worry about storm doors and screen doors then. Yeah. But that'll be a project for later. Right now, we're worried about finishing up the construction. Then you, can, then you can get your cement pond. Wow, we're not <laughs> going to get a cement pond. Not going to happen. Above ground cement. We're going to get a cement floor for a garage, maybe, but they ain't going to get no cement ponds. Put your pool in your garage, and you'd have an indoor pool. Oh. Although my wife was in the room saying she don't know. Which means maybe we might eventually, but that's not that's not possible. <laughs> it's not an immediate goal, right? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that are possible, but it's not an immediate goal. But anyway, that's uh, updates around here. So, you got any updates, Terry? Um, um, been selling lots of ice cream. Yeah, our ice cream sales are going. Uh, have you popped any good. corn yet? Huh? Have you Did popped you get any corn yet? Popper? I've got popcorn, two boxes of popcorn sitting here by me, but no popcorn popper. Uh, you just have to do come. like you do when kids but, eat, eat the kernels. Supposedly <laughs> it's coming tomorrow before. Oh. I did. Surprisingly, I had two boxes come yesterday. Was, oh my God, these are heavy. <laughs> you know, I, I had did a FaceTime call with my wife. I said, are there any packages out here? She's like, no. And I go, and I pointed my phone to the, oh yeah, there's two boxes right there. And I, I, I couldn't pick them up. <laughs> yeah. There's so the popcorn is heavy. You know, I can pick up each box individually, but both together, I couldn't pick them up. They're too yeah, heavy. I would imagine. I didn't popcorn want to. Popcorn kernels. Oh yeah. After my surgery at all, I didn't want to have to pick anything heavy up. 
Yeah, let's not talk yeah. about your surgery. Rip out my yeah. stitches. That would make us not family friendly. You have <laughs> stitches there? Yes, I put stitches there too. I figured that just was like Stary strips or something. No, I got stitches. Hmm. And uh, and we'll yeah. not say where, but we'll keep it private. <laughs> right. And That's so, where they're at. <laughs> and so then, uh, so then uh, hmm. I, I got him up over the threshold. And I just slid him in. Split them into the kitchen. I opened up the box. Mm-hmm. There was an Echo Dot 3 inside. Oh, this mine. She, <laughs> no, she, my wife accidentally ordered that. You know, I told her, don't click there. She clicked there. I go, this mine. I, it, that's for all my effort to help you get that stuff ordered. And then she, <laughs> I told her this morning, I looked it up, finally looked it up because I wanted to see how much did it cost. You know, it's $39 for the Echo Dot. Oh, yeah. I'd put it in the cone board yesterday. I took oh, it there, there you go. I took it there and put it in. We had to do some running. We got our reimbursement check. I had to put that in Regents Bank for the Mass County blind. And then we had to run to the other bank for it closed and take out money for it. Well, I know on your on the rest of that order, uh, you could always ask your Amazon device, where's my stuff? Uh, and if it's still pending, it'll tell you. If, if it got delayed, it'll tell you that too. It got delayed. Hey, Ziggy, where's my stuff? Yeah. A package for Terry's order, placed on May 12th, should arrive today by 9 p.m. from UPS. So it's, it's, yeah, they, they, the, the, the dot will stay on top of that pretty well. That's cool. But then, hey, but then so I, could the ask, I could say, Alexa, tell me a hamburger joke. And she'll say nothing. I'd like to tell me a hamburger joke. Did you hear about the spatula's hot new flame? It met the grill of its dreams. (laughs) (laughs) I've got two grill. I've got another echo device in my bedroom. This one I brought from the mini ball. He's such an overachiever. Uh, well, I, I should have mine here soon, but we won't have internet service until I was at, I was at Thursday or later. You should start talking to. For no, mine is not connected until, until at least Thursday. Yesterday, mine said, today's National Hamburger Day. <laughs> said, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't notice that one. I noticed it was some other food days yesterday. After we quit doing all the days. Well, speaking of food days, uh, we could let's just something new. We could move on. I uh, my update on my leg is I go to the doctor on the 23rd, hopefully to get rid of my boot. But yesterday I went for a ride with George. We went around. He had to work on his sister's car. And then we went up and seen the venue where our son's going to be getting married in September. But I went without my boot. I actually put a shoe on that foot. Uh I knew I wasn't going to be doing any walking, just sitting in the truck the whole time. And so I was like, because when you wear the boot and you're starting to heal, it's more painful than it is to work. I mean, I was like, yeah. I tell my physical therapist by the end of the day and I take that boot off, my foot's swollen back up again and it's pained and hurt and aches. But she says it helps you um, give you the support you need until yeah. you are totally healed. And I'm like, I feel like I'm totally healed. Well, not totally, because still when I put weight on that foot, it's still tender. Yeah, you, you still ought to be careful even to put weight on it. Oh, I'm, I mean, even in the house, she watches me walk and I'm like, I don't go without holding on to the wall or the counter in the kitchen or right. I've always got my hand on something. And, and like yep. I said, by the end of the day, 
my foot hurts when I wear that boot. So yeah, I, I, I still... can see it helping holding your foot in, in correct position and maybe offer some support, but yeah, I would imagine it would be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it does get uncomfortable. I told him, I said, we're going to have a boot burning party on Monday when the doctor says, get rid of it. We're going to, yeah. we're going to get rid of it. All right. I'm not really going to burn it really, but that's what we're going to do. It's made out of plastic <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. 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 It, it wouldn't be good to burn per se, but burn it in effigy, get you a big yes. paper mache boot or something. <laughs> it's got the fuzzy soft liner and it's got Velcro. And other than that, it's all plastic, but it's heavy yeah. and it's, I'm tired of it. <laughs> well, they're like what? Like this? You can touch it, Slate. Touch it. Go ahead. Touch it. But anyhow, um, that's a little bit of what's new with us. I mean, it's not particularly funny, but people may want to know what's happening, getting caught up with us. But we do want to move into our next segment, which, as mentioned before, we don't do have our holidays. I guess we could do our unscript. I mean, your surprise a, segment. A random surprise. Surprise. Uh, roll surprise. the dice. Roll the dice. Get up uh, the Dungeons and Dragons dice. Let's roll. Well, uh, right now I only have four items to choose from. It's but uh, number one, would you rather? is on the uh, agenda in slot number one there. Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? Oh, your life. I thought you said wife. I can what, rewind what, back. When you have a crappy day like yesterday for Terry, he wants to have a rewind button uh, and it all over again. Well, I would yeah. rewind way back a long time. <laughs> or, would you, or we just pause it until it goes by and then pick it up today. <laughs> it depends on how far you can rewind back to. And I would right. If I could rewind back to February, I would not break my leg. <laughs> there we go. I, I guess there's that. A, a rewind button could be good if you, uh, you know, had a particular. I would go all day. the way back to 1980. Uh, if you had a pivotal Six. moment in time. Yeah. And I would say, I do not want to meet this woman for her to be my <laughs> wife. And my life would be different. It would be so <laughs> different today. Yeah. Anyway, don't come in my keg party. <laughs> You're not old enough to have an opinion on this question. Well, would you rather be Batman or Spider Man? I would say the man bat or the man spider. I would say Spider Man. Batman's just a normal dude that's got a cool well, Spider-Man kind of is too, but he can shoot that spider web out of his hand. Well, swing I would rather be Spider-Man because he, he does have special powers. He can right. climb I mean, up the side of walls. Bat Batman's a really smart guy with a lot of gadgets, but Spider-Man actually does have spider powers. Yeah. He can crawl up the walls and go across the ceiling. You can... And he's stronger size, than, stronger than catch average thieves, Just like spiders. Look out. Here comes Spider-Man. Now, I guess depending on the version of Spider-Man, I mean, the traditional comic book, he just had the web shooters. But I guess in one of the movies, they made it so he actually shot it out of his body somehow. Oh, weird. I've heard that. Hmm. Most spiders shoot it out of their butt. 
Ooh. <laughs> You're the scrawniest looking one human I ever set eyes on. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Mm. Outer space or inner space? That's a good question. I didn't hear it. What would it say? Would it. you rather explore space or the ocean? You can go in space with Elon Musk or go under the ocean with you John Gusto. <laughs> you keep cutting out on my end. I, I, does he cut out on your end, Joe? No, he's fine. Okay. On my end, they're cutting out. But, it, it might uh, be there in that connection. Well, I got it plugged into my high speed. Uh, um, outer space or the ocean? I would say this final frontier, outer yeah, space. I think so too. I mean, either way, you have to take your life support system with you. You know, a little right. bubble, bubble of air, water to drink, you know, food to eat. But I think space would be a little more interesting. I don't know. I watched a show over, well, not too long ago, about different sea creatures under the ocean that's never been seen before that uh, are way down deep. Right. I think I might want to go visit the ocean just to see those different creatures. Yeah, you know, and maybe when it comes to a, a life support emergency situation, I think under the ocean might be better because all you got to do is rise to the surface. If you're in space, you have the whole re-entry thing burning up <laughs> in the cinder. <laughs> come back to hey, yep, Scotty or you know go down in a submarine so far and then and then out in the little those little submarines I don't know what they're called that go out little submarines little go out submarines. and look at all the different little sea creatures you possess a highly sensitive and artistic nature would you rather when you get old die before or after your spouse Ooh. Now, first of all, what would your spouse say? Yeah, die first. Uh. Die first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to outlive you. Well, men always die at first anyway, because women have to clean up everything. That, that's not necessarily always true, but it happens quite a lot. <clears throat> Maybe you could die at the same time in the, in the same fiery car crash. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough question because I don't know. I don't want him to go, but I don't want to go either, really. Wow. Well, it's something we don't really think about, you know. But I think from a practical aspect that uh, Lord, I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to go tonight. I'll say from a practical aspect, for right now, if I was to die, then all of my um, benefits, like pay benefits would stop and my wife would just have to get by on whatever she has on the bank account which she could do as long as she invested wisely at this point but if she was to go first i'd i would have a paycheck until i died so for a practical standpoint there would be well, I, I i told my wife that if i die first the same thing she doesn't get any benefits but if she dies first all i gotta do is get a new driver <laughs> Yeah. With the native girl Marimba as my guide, I took my gun and pushed into the interior. I think we did this one before. Would you rather sew all your own clothes or grow all your own food? Hmm, grow all my own food. Mm -hmm. That way you know it's fresh. Well, yeah. what was the first part? It's fresh, and then you have to 
preserve it for winter use. Would you rather sew all your own clothes? Oh, sew, sew your clothes. Or uh, grow your own food? <clears throat> Considering I, I've never learned how to sew or to put on the I'd like to patch. sew some people's <laughs> lips shut. Uh, I would say grow my own food. We've done that before. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, if, if you were careful, you could make your clothes last. So that they would last for a while until you had to buy them again. But yeah, I think growing my own food, I would rather do that. Grow two pairs but of anyway, pants. Or grow, grow, grow some pants. <laughs> yeah, go to the pant tree. I wonder what kind of, <laughs> what kind of plant you, you, you grow the tacos off of, though. That's the thing. Grow, grow a taco plant. Well, you had a, a homemade <laughs> joke there, you know. If What happens if you if you bury a pair of pants, you grow a pant tree. <laughs> oh, pantry. Had your own joke. <laughs> Anyway, there's our random topic. We'll spin the wheel next week and see what we come up with. So now yeah. it's time to move on to our news segment. News. Patterns by Avon reflects a new kind of world happening now all around you. Avon's Patterns is a new fragrance in collectible forms. New colors in transparent lipsticks. Patterns, Avon's newest beauty fashion, is as alive and fashiony and forward-moving as you. Ask your Avon representative about the new fragrance and colors in patterns. They keep happening right along with your world. Hi, I'm Terry Hogan-Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and pull out. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helpsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T. S-L-E-Y. Thank you. My first story is woman is rescued after falling into a toilet trying oh to get her cell phone out of it. Yeah. Uh. Um, in some place in Washington, a woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse in a national <gasps> forest uh, accidentally fell in head first and had to be rescued. <laughs> she dove into the outhouse basement going after her phone. Gross. When I saw the headline, I was like, how do you have to be rescued from a toilet? Because you just pull, reach in the bowl and pull it out, as disgusting as that might be. Unless right. her hand would have got stuck, but in the outhouse? Yeah. That's gross. But the fire department chief said the woman was at the top 
of uh, some mountain in Olympic National Park near Seattle had been using her phone when it fell into the toilet. Uh, she said she disassembled the toilet seat and used dog leashes to try to fish the phone out. Eventually, uh, she used the leashes to tie herself off as she reached for it. Mm-hmm. That effort failed as she fell into the toilet head oh. first. You know, wow. you know what would have been funny? You know what wouldn't have been funny? Remember that bear that was in that? Now, outfit. here's an understatement <laughs> from this woman. They didn't work very well, and in I went. <laughs> a rose. She tried to get out for 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, reunited with her phone, she called 911. Uh, the fire fi- firefighters um let's see uh, passed her blocks to stand on so they could she could reach their harness which they used to pull her out of the vault i guess a vault is what you call it the house basement i thought a vault is where you kept valuable stuff <laughs> i'm kind of surprised she had any signal down there well uh, yeah there is that uh, she was washed down and strongly encouraged to seek medical attention. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that gives me the one to throw up feeling. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Says, uh, I've been doing this for 40 years, the fire uh, man said. This is the first. <laughs> first for the, this rescue. I hope they use their fire hoses, like you said, and hose draw. Yeah, use something to detox her because, yeah, you, being in human waste, you definitely want to be clean after that. Gross. Well, I can have a hobby, can't I? Okay, well, my first story is about another woman in Las Vegas. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and she has a fake license plate on her car with Cracker Jack stickers on it. Well, how do you like that? This guy kills me. He said a fake uh, license plate? Yeah. She printed one off the internet somehow. And I don't know if she printed it on plastic or what. That didn't really say, but she put it on her car and put some Cracker Jack stickers. Um, but the police said you need to have an actual license plate with the actual sticker. <laughs> To be legal in the state of Nevada. Yeah. Oh, she put it where the year's supposed to go, you mean? What? She put it where the year is supposed to be at on your plate? I, I think so. I, th- I mean, because like really in Illinois, off it still is, but it used to be you had to have a plate on the front and the back, but you only had to have a sticker on the back one yeah. for the year. And then some states, I think like Missouri, you don't need to have one on the front. You can put you right. know, a vanity plate on the front of some kind. Right. And Kansas, Texas, you don't you... have to have the front one. Right. In Texas, right. you don't have to either. So so apparently what you're saying is she put it on, on the rear license plate mm-hmm. and then put Cracker Jack stickers instead of actual state. Right. <laughs> but it didn't say like if she decorated it with the stickers or what. It just said the Cracker Jack stickers were in place on the license so i'm assuming she tried to make it look legal yeah. but they put her name down fictitious fictitious phyllis was her name that they put her down as i guess she wanted to be anonymous and she went on to say her vehicle is regist- registered to a trust 
and if they cite her, they will go into contract with the trust. And so the police give her a ticket, it and so that. they're in contract with the trust, whatever that means. Well, Not basically, sure. basically, it's a company car. I mean, a, a trust fund. You know, it's a, 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 a non-entity. You know, like a corporation owns the vehicle. But that doesn't matter though, because I had a company car, and the company owned the car. But by golly, if I got a ticket, it was my ticket. <laughs> right. I'm sure she'll come across that too. Oh, it does say here that the sticker in Cracker Jacks. The sticker said DOT 22. I don't know why Cracker Jacks would have something like that in, <laughs> yeah. in their box. You would think they would have, you know, Popeye or rainbows or, or flowers <laughs> or something. Dinosaurs. Flowers, something yeah. silly. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. But I guess you figured, hey, Cracker Jack said so. It must be real. <laughs> I, I, we used to get license plates out of like uh, cereal boxes when we were kids. Yeah, they were really small. They were made for yeah, we'd put them bicycles. on bicycles. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But that's all there is to that story, Terry. If you're ready. Well, good Um, I have a. Uh, I'm trying to see where. Um. I have a story about a man who is a hundred years old and he was awarded a Guinness book of world records for working at the same company for 84 years. Well, all right. If that's how you want it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he started working when he was like in, dust, in, years in, old. Yeah. in, in 1938 kids were expected to help work and support the families mm -hmm. so he uh, got a job at the industrious ls in 1938 when he was 15 his proficiency in german earned him a position in sales i guess it's some kind of german company i don't mm. know uh he still drives himself to the office every day. And after all those years, you'd think he'd own the business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work your way up work, the ladder. Yeah. What happens? He must have taken a turn. That's about all there is to that. Yeah. I started as a delivery boy, now I'm the vice president. Yeah. <laughs> or something, the CEO. But that was in, uh, it. It, it doesn't save work. Walter Orthman. It doesn't say where. It doesn't say where he's at. Huh. Maybe he wants to. Oh wait, be there it is. Uh, a, a Brazil. He was from Brazil. You know, oh. guess that would be. Uh, yeah, Brazil, there's, uh, there's area, a lot of German speakers in Brazil. I mean, let's talk. <laughs> I think the, the national language is Portuguese, but they do have a lot of German speakers there. Yeah. yeah. So I got that one. I got other world record ones. Well, too. I have a world record one. We got to keep them happy. Maybe you have it. A uh, hundred and four and no more. Uh, a M amputee wraps up a marathon quest uh, when 
uh, amputee athlete Jackie Hunt says her phrase, I can do all things. She's not kidding. The amputee athlete had run 104 marathons in 104 days, all using a carbon fiber amputee prosthesis. What was cut off, an arm or a leg? Her legs. Oh. Uh, she's 46. She completed her epic quest near her home in, in, in Phoenix, setting an unofficial world record along the way. Um, she uh, is a South African native, native, lost her left leg to a rare form of cancer. Uh, she mm. gained worldwide attention and a social media following after beginning her record attempt on January 17th. <clears throat> um, Brick Runners is an organization that supports athletes who raise money for charities, uh, even designed a Jackie-inspired Lego character. Uh, um, now, she raised uh, over $67,000 to help other amputee runners to get get the ex expensive prostheses that they need because health insurance typically does not cover the cost, which can exceed $10,000. Wow, that much, huh? Uh, but every day since mid-January, so every day since January, she ran a 26 and a half mile marathon. She either did it by running a track, a, a, a course around her house, or she did it by uh, running on a treadmill. And the reason why it's unofficial is because even though the Guinness people have been notified that it'll take them a few weeks to sort through all of her records and all of her running logs to, to validate. But as long as they do, uh, I think the article was saying that the world record was 95 marathons in 95 days, but she thought, I want to make it 100. And just as she was getting up to her 100th day, somebody else who is not disabled at all, did 101 in 101 days. She's like, I'm going to make 102. But she went ahead and, and pushed it up to 104. And she's like, that's enough. I'm like, yeah, you crazy woman. <laughs> I would have stopped halfway through the first one. <laughs> anyway. hmm. Wow. Jill's turn. Oh, it's back on me. Okay. But we'd better be on the lookout. Anything might happen. Yeah. We're going backward, Adam. Well, my second story, once again, is about another car. There was, um, it's in San Francisco, and the police had pulled over this car because um, it didn't have its headlights on. And come to find out when the police officer got up to the car, there was nobody in the car. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, are you trying to make a stooge out of me? Ghost. They car. actually have self driving cars in California. And it said that this was um, a cruise car, which I'm assuming because they said it was a taxi service. I'll say cruise it was owned by Tom they, or Ted. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, I don't know if that's an acronym or what, but it must be one of their taxi services out there. Ah. But um, whoever was, so I think the picture maybe of like a remote control car. 
I don't know how. So it's probably it. either on the way to pick somebody up or drop somebody off. Right, and evidently whoever was driving it forgot to hit that button to turn the lights on. And so the police officer was really surprised to see no one in the car. He wasn't sure who to give the ticket to. Well, what do you think? I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> but they said there's a phone number that the police have. It's probably in or on the car somewhere, too, to call and, you know, let them know, hey, your headlights aren't on on your car. I wonder if they would do like a drone, like a, a drone aircraft. You have a, a taxi driver sitting in the garage someplace with a joystick. Yeah, driving. that's what I'm wondering. Because it seems like, I don't understand how would it know it's getting pulled over if nobody's in it. But it did say it went until there was a safe spot to pull over before, you know, the police came up to it. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, it could be computerized. Uh, maybe there's an algorithm that knows because like, like yeah. in our car that we just got, Sorry. <laughs> in our car that we just got, if you follow too close behind somebody, it'll it'll force you to slow down. Uh, if you're getting too close, or if there's somebody too close behind you, you get a beep, beep, let you know there's somebody too close. If you're or backing up or something? Yeah. No. If you're backing up, it has a camera. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're backing up, it has a camera. And if there's somebody that's getting ready to step in your way, to beep and let you know there's somebody back there. So it could right. be that there's an algorithm that watches their rear-facing camera that says, oh, emergency vehicle, pull over. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I didn't what, realize that's what in California anyway. they had these already, but hmm. yeah, that was just a short, quick article that popped up right after the yeah. last one that I read. And now I, I, I know use that what, one too. what little I've read about the auto driving cars is they do test them on places like taxi services first or delivery services because they're on the road a lot and it gives them a lot of data to process and they can tweak this and tweak that and make them so they're safer, which is pretty cool. Right. I have a short little, this one's not very long. It's another world record story. Well, what can I do for you? I've got them, so it's like, that's why I got so many, but they're, they're all short ones, Joe. So anyway, this one here, it was weird. I said, I got to hear this because it said, the headline says, a woman swims nearly 300 feet under rice. Under rice? <laughs> under rice. Let me hear hear the story so swimming in the rice patty it's under ice oh she had, she had a big wedding and threw a lot of rice at her <laughs> <laughs> but a woman from south africa of all places you'd think in africa it's really hot you know but she broke the, <laughs> she was from south africa but she broke this record in norway um hmm. she swam 295 and three inches under ice ice and a frozen lake apparently in sight yeah that's why there's ice on it <laughs> with with one breath you know the the whole using one breath oh no yeah and they call it a, a walk and it's like i wouldn't be walking i'd be running <laughs> just sorry <laughs> you could run well, underwater but See what what concerns me with swimming under ice, besides being so stinking cold, is yeah. how do you find a hole to come up? Because from underneath of the ice, the ice is not smooth like it is on top, and you have little pockets here, and it'd be hard to tell sometimes where to come up at. And so I'm thinking, I wonder if they had a rope that's you know, from one hole to the next, and you can just follow the rope, and you would know. 
I'm just guessing on that. Now she went. Yeah. She went a distance of. Uh, let me back to. 290 something feet. 359 feet. Oh, I thought you said. No, 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 no. Hold on. For practice. She, oh. that, she went 295 feet under ice mm -hmm. in a lake, but uh, in a, other circumstances, she holds the record at 359 feet. Just underwater in general? Underwater, okay. just in the regular lake in Egypt, she did. Mm. Well, I, I, I remember. Well, we you, you go to get your your life saving merit badge, which is basically you qualifies you to be a lifeguard. You have to swim <laughs> underwater, crossways across the pool, which is about twenty five meters. So you, you got to swim fifty meters underwater. You, you go across, you kick off, you go back without coming up. Uh, and I've done that before. Um, but yeah, 200, 300, that's a long way. <laughs> that's a football yeah. field. Well, a meter is us, that's three football fields. Dang. Wow. She must have some big lungs. <laughs> Apparently. Well, well, look here. Well, I have another one here. Lost for decades. Dorothy's dress from the Wizard of Oz is up for sale. Hmm. You want to buy a dress? <laughs> how many millions uh, is it going for <laughs> from new york new york um it's one of the most recognizable outfits in american movie history the blue and white checked gingham dress that a young judy garland wore as dorothy in the classic 1939 movie wizard of oz well that's rather a coincidence isn't it for decades one of the versions was assumed lost at the Catholic University of America, where it had been given to someone in the drama department in, in the early 1970s. But the clearing out of some office clutter led to the discovery of the lost dress in a shoebox. <laughs> and now it's headed towards the auction block. Uh, when she first saw it, the girl that found it says, all I could think of was watch the movie when I was a child and growing up with it. Um, let's see. Um, it, it's hopeful that a nostalgic factor will go into effect when it goes up for sale at Bond Homes. You know what's the, weird? It seems like she would have had more than just one dress. But there was a total of four of them. Okay. The, the article say, goes on to say. It... Uh, two of them, have, they don't know what happened to them. Uh, I, I think they got auctioned off early on and it was just like a dress without the blouse or something like that but oh. there was two outfits that were complete and one of them sold for quite a bit of money and this is another one it's, it's totally complete they said there's like a small piece of it that was cut off i guess someone you know for a souvenir i don't know what was cut off but they're they're pricing it to be sold at auction for and, and the range of something like $87,000 wow. up to $1.2 million is how mm. much they think it may sell for. Uh, the one other one that it does exist sold at an auction some time ago for $1.5 million. Wow. So they're, going, they're hoping that you know, people will be interested, snap it up, and it'll help their, their drama department at this Catholic school. Huh. 
but it was donated by a person named Mercedes Cambridge. If you don't know who that is, she was a a, a big name movie star back in the day. Back in the don't know who she is. She also did a lot of voiceover work for cartoons and radio and stuff like that. Oh, hmm. you would probably recognize her voice if you heard her. Uh, but she donated it, um, but it, it, it was shortly lost. <laughs> Any idea who she did voiceover for? Huh? Do you know who she did voiceover cartoon work for? Oh, I I couldn't say at the top of my head. Probably just uh-huh. probably she probably wasn't like a regular on some cartoon show. She's probably like a guest voice sometimes. Um, what was her name? Mercedes Cambridge. She was on a couple of John Wayne movies. Um, True Grit. No, she wasn't on that one. <laughs> uh, there, there's a John Wayne movie had this big fight scene where they're, they're on the side of a muddy hill. Oh, yeah. Everyone gets uh, tossed tossed down the hill. And McClintock. Trouble with them. She, McClintock. She is, she's one of the ladies on that movie. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. I think that's so funny when they're all sliding down there. Yeah. Well, that takes a big load off our minds, mm-hmm. Doctor. Go from there. But my next one is actually... And it's about Utah. There's a windstorm out there, and this town ended up getting covered with tumbleweed. Tumbling tumbleweed. Tumbleweeds cover this town, the streets, the yards, the houses. Wow. <laughs> in Utah. I, yeah. In, in case people out west don't know, you can actually get tumbleweeds and sell them on eBay for a lot of money. That's pe- what they said they did. <laughs> to people out in New York and places that are not out west, they're like they'll pay a lot of money for a tumbleweed. So if they had tons of tumbleweed and they had to figure out how to get rid of them, they burned some. I guess they mulched some, and then it said they got creative and sold them on eBay. Well, look here. I was like, that is creative because, like you said, people will pay. People in the city, they think it's you know very quaint, and you don't see them in the city. So people out west, like they want to just want to burn them, sell them because you can make a lot of money off of. Them. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was really weird. I thought tumbleweed was just like a bush that kind of uprooted. It must have a lot of bushes in Utah if there's that many that cover a whole town. It it is kind of a a bush, but it it has this like a single stem that's really fragile. So when the wind wind blows, it breaks and tumbles around. Or you could set it on fire and it could be the burning bush. (laughs) Look, there's a burning bush rolling all over town. Wow. Go chase it down, Moses. I am a burning bush. <laughs> that was all. I thought that was kind of odd. I can't imagine. You know, we have snowstorms where it covers. They have tumbleweed that covers our town. I wonder if they have a leaf blower for that. Blow them on out of town the other side. Yeah. yeah. Your, your neighbor <laughs> takes a leaf blower and blows all the tumbleweeds over in your yard. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> My yards are clear. Look. What's your problem there, neighbor? <laughs> so it's on you, Terry, if you have another story. Well, just a minute here now. That ain't the woman with the crossed-up left foot, is it? Uh, in Melbourne, Florida, at the zoo, this is a kind of a follow-up of a story Jill did last week. Uh, apparently, there was a, another spider monkey born with Batman logo on its face. Oh, really? Had black hands as well. Oh. 
really starting to turn into Batman gloves. <laughs> and it's like there's a quick little thing. That's that ain't much more to the story. Wow. <laughs> there must there must be a thing where spider monkeys think they're Batman. Well, I think we have a swell solution to that one. But then I have another record breaking. You know, because that question we had, would you rather be a Batman or a spider monkey? <laughs> spider man. And so then, but then I got another uh, world record. There's a French nun, a nun in France, who is supposedly the oldest living person at the moment at 118 years wow. old. That is. Well, here. He never heard such junk. Oh, yeah. She was born in 1904, and she drinks a glass of wine every day. Oh, wow. Hey, we had a <laughs> grandpa that was born in 1902, and, a, and the other one was born in 1905. She's 118 years and 73 days old. <laughs> wow. Yeah, throw that in there like I do. Um, yeah. Her name is Sister Andre. Oh. I figured be uh, Mary or something. I thought a lot of them had Mary as the Sister Mary. Sister. Well, I, thought, I thought Andre was the guy's name, but man, I ain't going to argue. I'm not from France. Right. <laughs> Might be different in France. Uh, she, she became a nun in 1944. And so. Wow. She's the second oldest French person. A hundred <laughs> Well, at that age, she's probably pretty in the top five being the oldest in the world. Right. <laughs> There's a, a woman in Japan, they said it was 127, I think. Wow. That's the oldest on record, other than Methuselah. And, well, <laughs> that's currently living on Earth. Yeah. yeah. yeah about, about 120 is just about as old as people get. And usually people who are that make it that old are usually women. But there are guys who make it in their hundred teens or so. That one guy I just did earlier. <laughs> he's hundred. George Burns, he was a hundred. He's a favorite of yours. George Burns was a hundred when he died. Bob Hope, I think, was a hundred and two. I want to say. Um, and there's some other old timey movie stars. I think uh, Charlie Chaplin made it way up there. Uh, the guy that was on Odd Couple. Oh, the guy that played Felix. Uh, I can't even say Tony, Tony, Curtis, Ra- Tony, Tony, Tony Randall. Tony, he, he Tony made, Randall. He may have been pretty old. He was, he was at least in his 90s and he wasn't quite too Walter Matthau. He wasn't quite that old. When he died. Wasn't Betty White like 99? Almost 100. She was only a few months away or a few weeks away from being Right. Well, enough about tall, dark, and devastating. I got to get home to short, pale, and irritating. Okay, well, is there any more news stories, Keith? Or are we I don't. I I'm don't already, either. I'm ready to hear I've some I've got words. a ton of them, but that's okay. We can go on to your oh words. <laughs> yeah, we're up to the letter O. Oh, we have boy. To remember, all these start with O. Oh, and depressed. our first one is... Outdoor mission. Outdoor. Outdoor. 
Uh, could be Ob. I'm just saying it the way the book says. Uh, we're, we're on a mission to go outdoors. <laughs> Wherever outdoors um, is, we're going to go there on a mission. Outdoor. Outdoor. It, it's a it's a uh, oblong door. Instead of being a square, it's an oval it's ob, oblong. Oh, it's uh, uh, something we'll find in outer space. Oh, good ideas you're coming up with, but guess why? Everybody shut up. <laughs> You're both wrong. Oh, man. It's not an this, outer space thing. This Well, it could happen anywhere, I suppose, in outer space or on Earth. But this word means the falling asleep of one's body part, your arm, your leg. So when your foot falls asleep or your hand yeah, right falls asleep. It, I guess it says right before it falls asleep, so, you have those prickly feelings. So my butt falls asleep and starts snoring. It's oblong mission. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it also it also says bad breath when it does that too. <laughs> okay, our next word is Abganiate. 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 Grandpa said Granny ate. Uh, that's when you step on the scales and it's like, oh man, I gained more weight. Uh, I thought I was going to lose weight. I've I gained the eight. Uh, I've gained the eight. I gained the eight more weight. And all. This word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're both wrong anyway. But this word means <laughs> to annoy <laughs> repeating yourself over and over. Oh, I got some grandkids like that. <laughs> <laughs> so there, I, 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 I should record you. it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, but. That's what that is, a ganiate. Our next word is obligurate. Obligurate. It's like obliterate. It's like obliterate, only it's whenever an alligator does it. Whenever an alligator obliterates something, it wipes it out. Huh. An alligator, huh? Yeah. What about any animal? Uh, but obligurate, you know, has a G in there. Good. But maybe a giraffe could do it. Obligurate, but a giraffe. Or Terry goes, any guesses? Oh, there he is. Something that travels down a long pipe. Or, or maybe a blig, like oblige, <laughs> you're obligated to do something. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we all got that little tickle in our throat today. Well, Terry was mighty close to it. Something going down a long tunnel. If you can't write in the proper way, but it actually means to enjoy eating. And I thought I heard Terry crunching too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some, uh, he's enjoying eating crackers. some of his cheese crackers. Yeah. Oh. He's obliterating right now. I ran out of pop torch. <laughs> I got to eat something. Jesus. Our next word is maybe you flunk that class and maybe now you fight when people mock you on the is 
I'll be a Tesson? Uh, well, I'll be a Crescent. I'll be a Crescent? That, that's I'll, what a plumber says before he, he, he cracks that smile under the butt. I'll be a Crescent. Look at this. <laughs> my Crescent moon? I'll be a Crescent. <laughs> Look at my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas there? Did you say it, something? It, as long as it's not the full moon, I can deal with the crescent. It's not the full moon. <laughs> yeah. I'll be a crescent. That's like I'll be a son of like a it, enjoying French pastries. I'll, I'll say that one. A croissant. Um, I don't know. You, you like to use those adjustable wrenches with the little things you can make them expand out bigger or small. Well, okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. This word means to be obstinate and not wanting to talk. Oh, okay. Obstinately, willful, willfully not wanting to speak. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm not talking to you. That might be the opposite of that other word where talk they won't to the stop hand. <laughs> Talk to the hand. Yeah, making all those nonstop annoying noises. Yeah. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Occasionette is our next word. Occasionette. Occasionette. It's a girl named Annette, and she does things occasionally. Occasionette. <laughs> Occasionette. Oh, no, it's like raisinets, only they have cashews, chocolate-covered cashews. <laughs> Occasionette. Or in the Bible, you have acacia wood, so you have like uh, a net that's made out of wood. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a hard net. Maybe well, it's, a, I guess they it's, a, it's a tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this word means a minor occasion. Uh, yeah, I, I get that. That's not a, too far of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is going to be kind of hard for me to say. Onomatomania. Onomatomania. Well, it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Onomatomania. Onomatopoeia is a word that sounds like what it is, like wow, or ouch, or something like that, or crunch. So you're just crazy about words that sound like what they are. I'm crazy what? about crunching stuff. <laughs> It's an event that happens this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on. Automania. Automania. <laughs> See all the autos at the Automania. Auto. Mm. Oh. Well. Work on that grammar. You should know when. I'm not, I think vexation means having a hard time, right? Yeah, I have a hard time with okay, being vexed so this by word something. Actually it means having a hard time finding the right word. Constipation. Oh, that's us. That's what the whole segment's about here. <laughs> <laughs> we are all kinds of vexed in finding the right word. Yeah. 
That's what makes it so fun. Okay, our next word is absibony. 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 Obsidian is like flint, or like what they make Indian arrowheads out of. So you have a really, you really have a hard knee. Your knee is like really stiff, made out of flint. Yeah. I know it's not that, but that's all I got. Or something made out of flint. I'm sick of me too. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm sick of me. I'm sick of everyone. I'm sick of me. Well, I'm dang. sick of more tree. This word means marrying late in life. Oh. I'm 64 and I'm going on my honeymoon next week. I need some Viagra. <laughs> this next word kind of goes with that, I suppose, in a way. You better slow down and use the right pronouns. Let me get to the next <laughs> bookmark. Eight. Goes with which part? <laughs> Osculable. 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 I killed that bull. <laughs> I'm going to have me some steaks. I'm going to kill that bull. Occupable. Oh, occupable. It seems like it has something to do with your eyesight. Something you can see. Well, You're able to see something. Occupable. 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 You can't. Occupable. Because osculate means to kiss something. So you kiss it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> How did you know that? Get kissed in your eyeball. There we go. It does. It does mean to be kissed. Yeah. Osculable. Osculate Able means to be kiss. kissed. Yeah. I did not know that. Keep that one word. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> to be kissed where? It doesn't Good say question. Where. <laughs> I, I could tell you something to, about that. Someone said that when I was in high school, but not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see our next word. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Oxophonia. Oxophonia. It's like a saxophonia, but it's an oxophonia played by oxes. Yeah, there we go. Oxophonia. <laughs> oxophonia. I thought Keith might know this it's one. It's the sound that an ox makes. Ooh. No. No, no, no. Phone has to do with sound. You know, like symphony is all the same sound. Phonia. Oxophonia. It does have something to do with sound. You have that part right. It's a brand new cell phone <laughs> coming out for the oxes. Yeah. It's like like a saxophone. Only you had trouble with because you have a lift. So with the oxophonia. Hmm. Oh. Your well, this part means. Okay, now here's some Syntax, you're always to have shrillness of voice. Uh, like a. The screechy kid that runs around screaming for whatever. I thought they might have brought this word up in the old time radio. A lot of them people, not radio, 
the old movies, the silent ones, some of them women had some really crappy voices. Yeah, some weird, annoying, oxyphony voices. Huh? Mm-hmm. So that was Nine Words. One. That's all it's my the, words. It's the same, but similar. Yeah, same, but different. That's what I meant to say. Anyhow. Why is your attitude toward me so venomous? Right? We've got to keep it in order and then do Terry's no, top 10. Top 10. The list of... Uh, it don't matter. Just... Yeah. Here's the number between... It's five. Oh, Top 10 list of technologies for the disability people. Oh. oh, okay. Speaking of that, that'll play into our anchor topic. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I got a uh, number 10. The brain port. <laughs> brain port. Some, some of yeah. us people have tested out. It's Did a, you test it out, Terry? It's like the Matrix. Well, whenever Stevie had it. Go ahead. You can. Oh. Well, you say, I had it too. Me and Steve both tri- uh, tested it out. Um, there's got to be better ways to do it it's, because it's yeah. pair of glasses, Oakley's, that you wear with a camera on it, like between your eyes on the bridge of your nose and then there's a wire that comes down from the earpiece it goes to that camera and you put the thing in your mouth and it lays on your tongue it's like a little steel plate the size of a postage stamp roughly huh? yeah right. and, and then whatever you need colors works the best and lots of light because when we tested it they would have light colored like a white coffee cup or banana a highlight <laughs> marker now this oh, is what I said. A baseball. When I was describing this here to Jill, you know the brain port. Of course, I tested it out myself. It's like touching your tongue with a nine volt battery. You know, it tingles. Yeah, tingles, but not a not like a one. It, that, yeah, that, it tingles or feels like little bubbles on your tongue. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think it's totally stupid myself. Why you know they? Why not just have the camera like the Orcam does now? You just got a camera. Uh, which it's on the list too later down. Well, the, the idea is that your tongue it, is very sensitive, more so than your fingers, and you're supposed right, but, to, but, to feel things. But better. later down the list here with the Orcam, the camera unit will tell you what you're looking. And put an earbud in is what that it, should it, be, and then it can whisper uh, in your ear. You're looking at a uh, sign that says, and you're looking the brain at a part was, was an early technology, but it's on this list. Right. And again, the idea is to use your tongue to, to feel the image. It's a latent image. It's not really there, like Terry said. It's just electrical charge or feeling. Yeah. And it, it's limited in how well it works. It but really I mean, felt I, neat. Let me tell you real quick. When he put the baseball on the black felt and nothing else, and so you look at it, and you feel that circle on your tongue and you turn your head left and right and you feel that going back and forth like it's rolling across your tongue. That was the coolest feeling. <laughs> <laughs> You're rolling a little marble across your tongue. That's yeah. kind of what it felt like, like a BB or something in there, just rolling back and forth. 
Yeah, it uh, needs to be updated a little it, bit. I'm uh, sure it makes you slobber a lot because you have this thing in your mouth the whole time. You couldn't really <laughs> talk with it in there. If you want to talk, you have to take it out. Yeah. Very limited. Yeah. Number nine. A robot suit. Ooh, I want that. Tony Stark. It's an exoskeleton. You know, they best describe it on this on this list, like what Sigourney Weaver was wearing in the Alien movie when she was fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, for people who are paraplegics. Yeah, for mobility disabilities. Right. And uh, um, then number eight is in 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 chroma glasses. I think it said in In chroma. chroma. It's a pair of glasses designed for colorblind people, so they can experience all the colors. Hmm. Is that what mom used to wear years ago? You remember them? Big thick glasses. Red, big thick, and they were. <laughs> no, it's because she had uh, contact lenses, and if she wasn't wearing contacts, she had to wear those big thick glasses. She could take oh. her contacts out, but then she had to wear those glasses. They weren't and like clear lenses. I thought they had a. No, they're tinted a little bit. Yeah, because back back in the earlier days, your contact lenses were made out of glass. They weren't. You had to take them out every day. You couldn't leave them in. And so she'd have to put her glasses on so she could find her contacts and put the contacts in. You know, back and forth. Or if you huh. just wanted to relax your eyes for a day, just wear the glasses all day. I always wondered. I remember her wearing them glasses, but I wasn't sure why. Uh, I called him Mr. Magoo glasses. Yeah, them too. <laughs> the other thing that you might have thought of was uh, the 3D glasses for the colorblind people. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's see, it's number. Uh, what is this? Number seven. Eye hearing. It's eye like, hearing. It f- filters out the sound. It doesn't amplify. Oh. Filters it out so you don't hear people talking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never heard that. That seems not... kind of useless, but whatever. I mean, because <laughs> if you have trouble with your eyes, you definitely want to be able to people talking to hear stuff. And if you can't hear, you definitely want to be able to maximize that. So I don't understand that concept. It blocks out all the background noise for your Yeah, it filters out the background sounds and you get the the primary sounds. Number six, moving on. Number six is is a hold on. A dot watch. A dot watch. Dot watch. Like a braille watch? Dots on the watch braille? It is a smart watch, but it has a braille display. That's correct. A smart watch with a braille display. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A dot watch, it's called. 
I wonder if it's made by the people that make uh, the Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> I can't say the names. Should probably start talking. <laughs> this is the cool one. I thought I read the whole description of this thing here. Number five. Is- Is a stair climbing wheelchair. Oh wow, that'd be oh. pretty cool. It climbs oh. the stairs. Yeah. You're sitting in your wheelchair, and the, like the front wheels. Well, the, the, I I thought it was the front wheels do this, but it doesn't. It actually has a tread on the bottom, like tracks. Oh, like a tank track. Right, like a bulldozer or stuff. So, and it goes up. It goes to the step, and then it like you know, is able to propel itself up onto the step and then it latches on to the step and it pulls huh. it, pulls itself up using the tread. The Would tread- you have to go backwards instead of frontwards, though? I, I'm no. sure you'd want to have, have a, a rubberized tread because it might chew up some steps. <laughs> and right. yeah, going down could be a trick. Um, you might you might tumble out of your chair. There was, <laughs> there was some belt. YouTube videos <laughs> associated with it but not being able to see it doesn't really do much good for me. Well, I was thinking if you went forward, your feet would be down hanging, you know, where your wheels are close. So I would think well, backwards. I, I would think yeah, either backwards. And I also would think that it would try to keep the person in the chair level. So as you're going up, maybe the, the treads extend. And then as you're going down, maybe the front wheels extend. You know I mean? It said something like it can it can raise itself up like three feet. Oh wow! You know, just like if you ever remember watching, you know, it takes a while to see this, but they actually show like in the old Lost in Space, the old robot, right? To do the steps and stuff, it's like oh okay, similar to that. You know, you know, and with the tread, you could probably cover more obstacles, including steps. Yeah, weird. But it's like I was thinking that it like, like it gripped it somehow. Like the treads came down the level of, of sorts. But then, like what Jill said, then but your feet are going to be hitting the steps, you know? Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't get it because if the back lifted up to where it was level and it just went up the steps, but it's actually showing. Yeah, because you you would have to somehow get the front wheels to raise up. Otherwise, yeah, your toes would be catching on it. The, uh, Unless, of course, it's you know, most people that are in wheelchairs sometimes don't have feet or legs. But if you're in the wheelchair, just you have them, but you're paralyzed, you know, they're right. going to be there in the well, way. I would think that you'd be falling backwards myself. You know? <laughs> well, I, I think it'd be smart if you went up the stairs backwards and maybe down the stairs You could backwards. go frontwards. Yeah, frontwards, because that way, e- either way... As long as a chair was was kept, you know, level, then your feet would just be dangling as you're going down. Then, yeah. but then going up, you we, wouldn't we hurt. Need some, yeah, we weird. need to see some um, test it out ourselves. Show us a working model, I like to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number four. Is the Orcam My Eye, which I referred to earlier, but 
as a camera device that allows you to be hands-free. That was the purpose I came out with the brain port, your first type model, but have your hands free to do stuff. But, and, but it, Well, the difference in technology is with the brain port, it just takes raw video footage and it converts it to the electronic pulses, whereas the OrCam actually does OCR on things. Right. It'll tell you what you're looking at. Right. What does OCR stand for? Optical character recognition. recognition. So if it's it's text, it will OCR and read it to you, or kind of like your phone does a lot of times now. You're looking at a scene that maybe you outdoor picnic table or something. If you were if you wanted to eat breakfast and you had a brain port or an or camp, you (laughs) Probably want to use the or cam because then you could eat breakfast and read the newspaper. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> put the thing in your mouth. Oh, look, there's some eggs and juice and coffee. You take, take the thing out of your mouth. I can eat it. Where'd it go? Well, where'd it put it? <laughs> so it stays connected. There's a wire that goes to your glasses. So it would just hang like from your earpiece. You wouldn't lay it down and lose it. Yeah, but the, the gross thing is you take a big bite of oatmeal, put the thing back <laughs> in your mouth to see what's next. <laughs> they got oatmeal all over your thing, uh, dangling by your head. All gross. Now I'm going to eat my toast, dangle it back by my head again. Toast all over it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Number, number three. An artificial larynx. Oh. So that you can talk like Stephen Hawkins. Or Val Kilmer. Yeah, one. The, the 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 antique version of this is is when you put the little vibrator thing against your throat. Right. But the artificial larynx is actually a box, you know, a, a box that you can put in your pocket, and it you have like sensors that you put against your neck, I guess, and mm-hmm. it works that way. Uh, right. And uh. It allows me to speak in a robotic voice. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's drinking. It's got electrode, electrode, electrodes. There you go. Number two. I'm a baby. Is an ear switch. An huh? ear switch. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> I'm listening now. No, I'm not. No, I am. No, I'm not. Well, it's called an ear switch. But uh, Stephen Hawking used to have the that disease. What was it? Lou Gehrig's. So you wiggle, wiggle your ears and it makes your thing talk. Huh? Well, <laughs> they, he actually controlled everything by a, a muscle in his cheek and his jaw. Ah. This ear switch, they actually... There's, they attach it to a small, tiny muscle inside of your ear. Hmm. Things like okay, <laughs> so you had to learn how to wiggle your ears. <laughs> I guess <laughs> make you like those one uh, scooter things they came out with, hmm. uh, where you just get on it and it's uses your uh, wow, well, your mind, uh, you know, whatever it's like. Well, you use whatever muscle you have available, I guess. Yeah. And, Let's go number one. 
mind control process talking about mind control mind control we will control your mind <laughs> they can yeah. use uh what is it this that's like what you need, need for your kids i can't read your mind tell me what you want <laughs> they use they use muscle graphs to attach the prosthetic devices and so then you use you know you just use your mind to control that muscle hmm. but which would move the prosthetic you know like they used to, you should just be able to move your thumb up and down one direction. But with this here, you can actually move your thumb in a circular motion hmm. and any motions and things like that. You know, for so that would be for somebody that's paralyzed that can't normally move, or, or someone they, had a prosthetic. That'd be for yeah. somebody that had their hand. Cut oh, off, okay. Their arm cut off, put a new arm or leg on. Could, they'd be able yeah, to put a, a new prosthetic arm, and you'd be able to have uh, more dexterity on your fingers. Wiggle each toe individually and stuff. You know. I can't do that with my real toes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all move at the same time. And then I that was all I had on that was all right. This is Keith Helsley of Quest for Truth. And I'm Nathan Caldwell. Together, we talk about worldviews. Things that affect our pop culture today. We roleplay the viewpoints represented. We sift through some of the faulty logic in them. And compare them to what scripture says. Once a month, we dig into the Bible. Going through one book at a time. One verse or phrase at a time. Check out Truth Exposed on the first week every month. You missed something, Keith? Our audio drama. Watch for new audio dramas on the third week of the month. Quest for Truth. Because if it's true, it's true inside the Bible as well as outside the Bible. Check out life-truth.com. So I move into our anchor topic. And I say it really relates to that because technically the topic for the day would be orientation and mobility. But I got thinking um, about O&M devices. We talk about canes and guide dogs and whatnot. And of course you have GPS like on your Victor Reader uh, or you, you track, or you the old you know breeze or whatever. But uh, I think of what if you either lost that, or it broke, or you didn't have that. You still could use uh, an electronic device to help you to navigate uh, because of your smartphone. Uh, yeah, it's got some kind of maps on it. Yeah, because I was playing with this other day because I couldn't find my GPS, <laughs> which I still haven't found. I don't know where I went to. Uh, but you still, if you didn't have a standalone GPS device, for example, on an iPhone, you could whip it out and you could either use the Apple map or you could download Google Maps. They say Google Maps is actually better than Apple Maps are. Uh, and for what my brief comparison, I would say that's probably true. Uh, now, some of the things that makes it better is they have better street level views, which I could really tell us about. 
But either one will help you make a route starting where you're at, you know, find me the local you know, post office or whatever. And it'll get you there. You just listen for it, you know, turn on the next street or whatever, go so many blocks, whatever. But the thing it doesn't do that say your victory or trek would do is it doesn't give you street crossings. So you would have to have a program like Blind Square, which costs a few bucks for Blind Square. Well, the, the Victor Reader does give you street crossings. I'm saying if you didn't have that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, now, this, or I've discovered, I, I used to have Yelp on my phone a long time ago. And I took it off because I didn't see the point. Yelp me. I, I recently reloaded it. And I was playing with it one day. And it's like, you know, Yelp pretty much does a very similar thing. It'll tell you what's around you, much like Blind Square does. Now, I don't remember if it told, told you the street crossings. But I got thinking between, let's say, Google Maps and Blind Square, you can run them both. And let's say I want to walk from here to the post office. And it, it might say, uh, just head north down the block, you know. And then turn left, and, and and while I'm going, Google Maps would not tell me anything. It may tell me how much distance as the crow flies there is to my destination, or what my walking time might be. But the blind square will actually cross out the street crossing. You're crossing over this street, crossing over that street, uh, and so between the two, it will. Uh, be very close to what a GPS would do. Like, like but doesn't it run your battery down quicker? Yeah, they, they do run your battery down uh, a lot quicker, which is one big drawback. Um, and um, there was something else I was going to say uh, about them. Now I can, oh, you, you can set POIs too. You, you can set a favorite, what they typically call it. You set a favorite. And they will remember that place, like you're walking along and you find a place you're going to find again. You just mark it as a favorite. Uh, you can set your home address. You can, you can tell it to find your way home. Uh, and it works uh, really close to if you, if you didn't have your Victor Reader track, you could actually open up Blind Square and Google Maps and do uh, much the same. Now, what it will tell you, like you said, it, it does run your battery down. So it's good to start out with a fresh battery if possible. Or make sure you have a battery pack backup, one of those rechargeable <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, but whenever you hit 50%, all of a sudden the line score will alert you. Warning, you have less than 50% battery. You may want to charge this. It'll still work, but it, it'll, yeah. it'll actually give you alerts to let you know. Because, huh. because it knows it, it gobbles up battery life, uh, which is handy. Uh, I don't see why it should keep reminding me, you know, once or twice is enough. I don't need to be reminded every 10 seconds or whatever. I don't know. Right. Uh, and you can, like you mentioned, get a, a battery backup. You can, <coughs> excuse me. You can either get a case as a battery in it. Uh, one thing I've uh, noticed, I, I got one of these recently for somebody for Christmas, is you have a a, a solar uh, iPhone battery. And now the solar doesn't entirely power it, but it, it's essentially, it's just a battery pack. You plug into the wall to get it all charged up. The solar will help keep it charged. 
but you can actually plug your phone into it and it'll keep your battery boosted and the solar will do the best it can, which isn't all that great uh, to keep it boosted. That way it'll, it'll give you a little extra oomph in case you have a particularly huh. long trip. Uh, now, if, of course, if you're in a vehicle at all, plug it in, boost it. But if you're just walking, use it when you can, if you need some, some guidance while you're walking. Yeah. And of course it never replaces good old, uh, skills with a cane because uh, you can still get lost with them. It's not a fail safe. Uh, you're still responsible if you cross into the street accidentally or <laughs> it says you have arrived, but it doesn't tell you what door you're at or where you are near a door at all. <laughs> yeah. so they're always good to use in addition with your classical good old fashioned orientational ability skills. What's it say? We'll, we'll just skip our email this week and we'll just move on to our final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. I have oh, one. It's three words. Camping is intense. <laughs> Sometimes it's in campers. <laughs> I have another one if you're not ready. Final thought, Saturday. But nothing goes right, go left. <laughs> I got one. Why is it fun to go to space with a ladder? He will show you a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I found a final thought here. Humpty Dumpty may not have been all he was once cracked up to be, but at least he was above reproach. I'm sorry, reproach. I have a thought. Well, Two men into a bar. One man orders H2O. The other man orders H2O2. Uh oh. Only one <laughs> walked out alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the dentist lots of times, so I know the drill. <laughs> Uh, th did you ever think about this? If a neurosurgeon ever injected Novocaine into your scalp, would that make you a numbskull? <laughs> the best way to double your money is to fold it in half and put it in your pocket. I don't have any more, so I'm all done. I got one more. I watched a documentary about how they fixed steelwork. It was riveting. <laughs> yeah. I have. Uh... 
A doctor saw a patient with an ankle and a foot growing out of the top of his head, and he said, you're going to be a foot taller. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Be foot taller pretty Goes soon. along with your foot problem. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> dun, dun, That's dun, what dun. I need. Well, I yeah, I didn't have very many this week. So I guess that's the time where I can close out the show and tell everybody thanks for listening. Make sure you stop by the webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Leave us a comment on any of the show notes. Send us an email. Send us your funny story, family, uh, classic family story, or whatever. While you're out and about there, leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast directory. Tune in next week. We'll hear Terry say... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny dot com.